but anytime you do something like three times or more, like a repetitive task, you should be documenting whatever that task is. So should you need to expand your business and hire out an assistant or some sort of employee, contractor, or help, they can follow these step-by-step instructions. You're listening to the Gangstar Creative Podcast, where we talk and share real strategies, real tactics, and real stories from me and my badass guests to help Gangstar creatives and artists like you thrive in both your business and life. And I'm your host, Ivana. I'm an artist, creative entrepreneur, speaker, and best-selling author. Are you ready to annihilate the status quo of the starving artist? If so, let's get it. What's up, Gangstars? It's your girl, Devana, and I'm super excited to bring you an episode this week. I know I've been slapping on a, or slacking on a couple episodes this month. It's just, to be honest, you guys, it's been a really crazy busy month for me. As a lot of you may or may not know, I run a branding company with my husband, um, and I paint, and I do lots of different stuff, and I really do my best to keep up with this podcast, but really this month was just like a lot. And I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just trying to explain my absence um, on the podcast platform that you're listening to me on right now. If you've been subscribed and you've been staying tuned to every week of every one of my episodes, I appreciate you so much. And I thank you for your patience. Um, And I know you're probably wondering when I'm going to have an interview with another artist um, shared with you guys. I promise I have one. Um, coming up really soon Um, but I also love just sharing with you guys like my own tips and advice and things that has helped me in my creative business Um, and I've also heard from people that they want to hear more from me so so send me a message on Instagram um, on Facebook or on my website through an email the contact form let me know what you want to hear more of on this podcast Um, if you want to hear more of the solo episodes like me sharing tips and advice and stories um, versus, you know, interviewing other successful creatives or you, you like the balance of both, definitely let me know because I love hearing from you. Um, and it really fuels my heart and it really motivates me to keep this podcast going. It really drives me to keep pushing on in the gangstar creative movement, helping gangstar creatives like you really thrive in your business and life. Like I really, really love helping you guys. So don't be shy. I really, really invite you to message me on Instagram. Just say hi. Tell me that you're listening. Um, my handle is at Devana Stimson, just my first and last name. It's also in the show notes if you um, want to click it and find it. Send me a message. Let me know what you are having challenges with, what I can help you out with, etc., etc. I am here for you. I am your homie. I'm your friend. I want to support you um, through this podcast. So definitely hit me up there. All right, so the topic of this week's episode is all about making your business work for you and almost like just making your business easier to manage. Because I know as a creative, like the business side of things can be overwhelming, it could be stressful, it could be confusing, it could be a lot of things, right? Um, But I really wanted to share one little thing that really helps in my businesses as well as what helps many people or entrepreneurs and their businesses in general, and that's creating processes and systems. Now, you've probably are, maybe you are already doing this, or you've most likely like heard of processes and systems, and specifically maybe you've heard of the acronym SOPs, 
which stand for standard operating procedures. Usually if you've worked in any corporate job or any um, well-off business, like worked in a job setting where they had SOPs, um, maybe they didn't call it that. You probably are familiar with, with what these are. But basically a standard operating procedure or an SOP is a set of step-by-step instructions compiled by an organization to help workers carry out complex routine operations. SOPs aim to achieve efficiency, quality output, and uniformity of performance while reducing miscommunication and failure to comply with industry regulations. I actually love, well, I wouldn't say I love creating SOPs or that I love SOPs in general, but I'm like an analytical creative, so I um, do a lot of the operations and um, the project management in the branding agency that I have with my husband. And so there's something, I don't know what you call it, like meditative in a sense, creating and going backwards in a process and like really listing out step by step everything that happens. But also, I know a lot of people aren't like that as well, and it can be just a headache, a stressful thing to do, one of those things that you continuously put on the back burner, and I get it. I only enjoy it up to a certain point, but this is something that you should always create for your business, for multiple repetitive tasks. So something that I learned at a entrepreneurship conference, or maybe it was like a mastermind or event is, and I forgot who told us this, but anytime you do something like three times or more, like a repetitive task, you should be documenting whatever that task is. So should you need to expand your business and hire out an assistant or some sort of employee, contractor, or help, they can follow these step-by-step instructions and it just makes your job so much easier when you're hiring out. It also helps you kind of have ease at mind where like you're not keeping everything in your head um, and it keeps you a little bit more organized. It gives you more space, like brain space in your mind when you are bringing in clients or working on projects because things are documented and you can create task lists based on those SOPs. There are some great platforms out there to help you with project management. Um, or even just like creating lists within your organization. Um, I always say like in the beginning, if you're not trying to go like ham on SOPs and processes and systems, just start with like your Google Drive and create a Google Doc, you know, organize it within folders um, and start in there and just create bullets step by step of what it takes to um, paint a painting when someone hires you or what what exactly happens when someone reaches out to you and inquires, you know, about one of your services. You can create processes and systems or SOPs for anything and everything that happens in your business. Um, So you can use Google Docs. Um, Another free tool that a lot of people like to use is Trello. Um, It's kind of like a sticky note organizational task kind of board situation. I highly recommend it. There's lots of YouTube videos on like how to use it. Uh, and how to like create um, lists and how to do create uh, project management within Trello. Definitely check that out. It's really cool. Um, For our branding agency, a lot of times we'll use Google Docs, um, but we also have our main like process and system that I created for our brand slam process in Asana. 
So Asana is actually a a paid-for platform, but a lot of big companies use it to communicate with all their um, employees and contractors um, and manage big projects that way. And it's cool because you can list out all the tasks and then write in the description like what happens in each task and also assign it to um, the right person, whoever's responsible for that task. And then you can see like a calendar view of, you know, where you are at in the project, what is due today and throughout the rest of the week, et cetera, et cetera. Another uh, program that is similar to Asana is called Basecamp. I don't use that, but our tax person uses it. Um, He always has like us upload our tax documents or documents needed for him to do our taxes into um, a shared like project within his Basecamp. So it's basically just like you being more organized in your business. And when you're organized in your business, you literally just have more peace of mind. And it's one of those things where it's just like, it's like doing a laundry or like just name any chore that you really hate doing. Once you do it, or once you do like little steps to kind of help you make that step easier, when you actually like do the laundry or wash the dishes or, or clean the house or whatever, like you thank yourself. So it's kind of like doing something today that your future self will thank you for. So again, going back to what I had said before, anytime you do something like three times or more, you should document it. That way, you know, it's organized in your business, you have that process and system in place. And then if somebody were to take your spot, like if you're sick or if you hire an assistant or whatever, they can just go to your SOPs and find that specific task and learn exactly how you want to have that done. And you don't have to spend time. I mean, you obviously want to train and stuff, but like you don't have to spend as much time and answering as many questions because they can just all go to this video, go to the, the you know, all the SOPs and learn how to do it all. So that's what's really lovely about this. So when you're creating your processes and systems, you want to think about like the things that happen before, during, and after somebody works with you or like before, during, and after like this thing happens. So I'm sure any job you go to or have had, there was some sort of like system on how you execute your job. And basically, if you were to break that down into steps, like literally step by step, that's basically an SOP. That is the process and system on the workflow of how your position, your job position, and your role in that company, like that's how you do your job. Um, So things to think about that are important to create these systems for is, you know, when people hire you for your services. Um, Like I said, you can create SOPs for anything, whether it's, you know, what do you do when someone inquires like when you get an email about somebody inquiring you can have a step-by-step of what goes into that Um, you can also create SOPs around what happens when you are looking for somebody to fill a position what are the steps that go into that like literally everything you do in business there's like steps to it so if you're doing it three times or more like write that shit down Um, and so when you're thinking about what happens before during after it's also good to think about, you know, adding time frames for each task if possible too. So as you're creating these, definitely see if you can attach a time frame for each task if possible. So an example of like attaching a time frame is like for our branding agency, we have what we call the brand slam. And then the brand slam is basically a full brand transformation in 45 business days. So in order for us to deliver a full brand transformation in 45 business days, you definitely gotta believe that we have our processes and systems like down and we add have time frames for every single task that needs to happen 
Um, and so like if the if we're like in the logo phase, it's like, okay, one of the steps is to send out the creative brief to the graph designer for the client's logo. And they should be turning that around to us within like three to four days. So that's attaching a timeline, you know, to that so that there is that sort of urgency as well as like just a flow since we're trying to fit everything in a 45 day window. Um, So for example, when you're thinking about before, um, when people hire Strive and Grind, my branding company, to do their branding, what happens before is basically we do an onboarding call. We do contracts. We do, we send out questionnaires. Um, We also send our client like a shared Google folder so that they can upload all their documents in there. And then um, this basically all happens like through a two to three week time period before we actually start their project. And they know this. So we give them two to three weeks to get all this shit done to basically be onboarded into the project before we go into any of the creative and like design phases. And so that's kind of like at a high level, like where we start as far as what happens before. Onboarding call, make sure you send out contracts, questionnaires, shared Google folder, let them know um, what the timeline is, etc. And so under each of those bullets, we I would then go and basically break each thing down. So what does that mean in the onboarding call? What does that mean in the contracts? Is there a template for an email I need to create? Um, is there a you know, some place that I can put the questionnaires so I don't have to type it out and they can just submit it and then I get it received to my email. So it's all about like, how can you make your business work for you? How can you create flow? How can you create automation? Hey, Gangstar, sorry to interrupt, but if you're enjoying this episode so far, stop what you're doing right now and share this podcast with your friends on social media or text it to a friend in your contacts. If you're a true Gangstar and want to uplift and empower other creatives like I know you do, you're going to want to take a few seconds to do this now. Go ahead and pick your phone back up or click that browser tab that you're playing this episode in, hit that pause button and share it now. Hello, what are you waiting for? All right. Thank you for doing that. Now let's get back to the show. Um, And so also, for example, like I have a templated email where it's like an organized email bulleted saying like, hey, welcome. Um, Please fill out the contract linked here or attached below. Uh, We're excited to, you know, start your project on X date. But from here to here is your onboarding phase. So we're going to need you to do the following things below. Um, this is your photo shoot questionnaire. This is your branding questionnaire. This is your website questionnaire. Here's your shared Google folder where you're going to be putting in all your client testimonials or your press or inspiration, anything that has to do with your website or photos and videos that you have on hand that you want us to see and possibly consider to put into your website. And like all of that is in like one email and then that's sent out. And then I know that, okay, Make sure I follow up with them a week after um, if they haven't completed anything. Also, give them like the timeline, what we're thinking for the project. So a lot of things happen before and because we have this documented, it just makes it easier every time we have a client. I cannot imagine like if I had to type everything out over and over again or just like copy and paste everything over and over again. Everything is a system and everything is as automated as possible. Um, an example for like uh, during a process, you know, like during working with you, um, if somebody were to hire me to do a commissioned painting, basically I 
prep the concept in Photoshop so that it goes into Canvas and I like throw around some, first I like come up with ideas in Photoshop and then I prep it to go on Canvas. Um, I paint the background of the canvas. I use a projector to project the like subject or the muse or the model or whatever onto the canvas and I trace it. I then make sure I'm recording before I paint each session because I like to make sure I have a time-lapse video created. I always send client updates throughout the project unless they specify they don't want it and they want it to be a surprise. And then when the painting's done, I make sure they approve. I make sure I paint the edges of the painting or, you know, work on getting the frame if they want a frame. I attach the hanging hardware. I print out a certificate of authentication. And then I package it a specific way that I package my paintings. And so, again, that's like where I start, like high level, the things that happens during the process of me commissioning and custom painting a painting. Now what I would do if I was creating SOPs for this is basically breaking this down, adding time frames. Um, but like at the very minimum, it's good to just create a list, like a checklist of everything that needs to happen. And then once you have that, if you can break that down even further, like it just keeps the system and processes of all the different clients you have that are working with you like in flow and you can check off like where each person is at. And then for after, um, something to think about is like, what happens after they work with you? Um, I always like to send like a thank you um, email. And within that email, I always say, I always ask them like, how do they enjoy the painting? Like, have you gotten any, like, I just kind of try to start a conversation and get feedback. And then I always ask if they could provide a written or video testimonial. That way I can use that when I'm marketing or for my website or just to have on file. Um, and then I also just make sure I follow up like six months out. So I'll put it on my calendar and be like, hey, just checking in. You know, I wanted to see how that you're enjoying the painting, uh, whatever it is. Um, so that's an example of like what would happen or what would happen after working with me when it comes to the painting. So how can you apply this to your business? Right now, I want you to think about all the things that you do that are repetitive, at least you've done it more than three times, and see which ones are like the most important and that would be the most helpful for you to um, be more organized in your business. And whip out Google Docs or try out Trello and start with those main bullets of what are the things that I do when I am doing this specific thing in my business. And then break those down into, you know, miniature steps. And then also assign timelines. You know, I do this two days after the client approves the artwork or, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that way, again, you'll have this forever to give to someone who can help you out in the future. And you'll just feel like a badass boss, you know, because you all organize in your business and you doing the, the business thing, you're doing the boss thing. So just doing this is just like making you even 10 times more official. So I know this was a shorter episode, but I just wanted to go straight to the point, create those SOPs, create those processes and systems. You're going to thank me later. Um, and I'd love to know, you know, how it goes. Again, like I said earlier in this episode, please reach out to me um, on the on the DMs, on Instagram, at Devonna Stimson, or send me a, a message through my website. Like, I want to hear from you. I want to know how I can help you more. I know um, 
as a creative, we like to kind of stay to ourselves and introverted or shy or whatever, but I really invite you to do that because it really helps me, like it motivates me uh, to keep doing this. It makes me happy to know that I can help you in any way. Um, and I'm sure you feel, you know, the same thing. Like when you create whatever you're, whatever you create, when you get feedback, it like motivates you to keep creating and doing more. Um, and it provides you with some sort of feedback to change things or keep doing certain things. So please reach out to me, say hi, um, and I'll definitely message you back. I promise. <laughs> but yeah, go do them SOPs, baby. You got this. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, listen to a couple more episodes, and share it with a fellow Gangstar creative. I would also be forever grateful if you left a review letting me know what you loved and what you'd like to hear more of. And as a thank you for leaving me a review, I'll gift you both my 10 ways to create a Gangstar brand PDF and 5 ways to boost your online sales PDF. Just screenshot your review and DM me the picture on Instagram, at Devonna Stimson, and I'll send it right over to you. Until next time, cheers to annihilating the status quo of the starving artist.